Smith has won the 150th Open. We've got your ticket to Sunday's racing and sports. Welcome to RSN Sunday Central. The sky for stars. Hello everyone, welcome to Sunday Central, it's Dan Malicki here, filling in for uh, Brendan Delaney, hopefully he's having an enjoyable uh, Sunday off and a little bit of a sleep in. Uh, two Victorian uh, thoroughbred meetings today, uh, Werribee, Harry White will join us uh, soon, and also the card at Horsham today, so we'll be uh, previewing that with uh, Trav Noonan. Um, the wrap-up of last night's wonderful uh, Phoenix at the, at the Meadows, Cal Greeno, the trainer and co-trainer uh, of uh, Well She's Fast, is going to join us, and also George Ferrugia and a wrap of the night and also looking ahead at the Sand and Greyhound meeting today. Hillsville Greyhounds uh, this morning, the first event at just after 11 o'clock. We'll have a wrap of last night's Cranbourne Cup harness program. Rob Orber's heading to Hamilton Trots today, uh, but he'll talk about the, the meeting last night and give us some uh, good oil at uh, Hamilton. Uh, an extensive tab update with Nicole Thomas. Uh, Tom Wood with the Hong Kong preview today, so that'll come in really handy a little bit later on in the show. And uh, I'm sure we'll be able to get a few uh, uh, winners through our guests through the course of the morning. Where will we race today? Um, weather conditions are fine. I expect the track will be looking in terrific order. And Paul Downs is the Werribee track manager who, who joins us. Good morning, Paul. Yeah, good morning, Dan. How are you going? I'm well, mate. It's a beautiful day. You must be delighted when you wake up in the morning and see a day like this. Although, it, did it get a little bit cool last night? Was there any little, uh, uh, was there any dew or anything on the grass this morning? Uh, no, there's no dew this morning, Dan. It's been fairly windy here all, all day yesterday and all overnight. And uh, it's quite windy at the moment. A fairly strong south-easterly breeze. You've got, um, so tell us about the conditions of the track then and how you've rated uh, it. Yeah, the tr- track's a good four at the moment. Pentrometer is 5.46, and the rail's out three metres to the entire circuit. Okay, so... It was irrigation on last night. Last night, five, five miller, uh, d- during those windy conditions as well. So is there uh, the potential that that track will uh, either hold up as a good four or in the second half of the day, with the conditions that are prevailing, it, that it could end up uh, getting upgraded? I'd imagine by the middle of the day, with the wind blowing, it is... They'd end up upgrading. It's got plenty of moisture in it at the moment, but uh, with these windy conditions, it'll just dry out as as the day goes on. And you've moved the rail out three metres. I think last meeting was true, wasn't it? So um, uh, are you expecting the rails to be the place to be, or will they use up a bit more of the track? Uh, the, the It walks fairly even across. There's a little bit of marking in the home straight, so I'd imagine as the day wears on, they might move off the inside patch uh, towards the later part of the day, looking for the better ground. You must be delighted to have Werribee up and running again. It seems like it was uh, out of sight, out of mind from the racing uh, schedule there for a while, but uh, pretty much meetings uh, uh, within a couple of weeks there. So uh, it sounds like a busy time over the summer for you. Yes, yeah, it'll keep us out of trouble, Dan, that's for sure. Oh, well, I'm pleased to hear. Uh, Paul, thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoy your day today. Merry Christmas. No, I was saying you, Dan. Thank you. Paul Downs there, the Werribee track manager. So a good four potential end up with a good three. Harry White joins us to preview today's program at uh, Werribee on the, the good four uh, and the rail out three metres at Werribee. How are you, Harry? Uh, hopefully that wasn't the cup of tea or coffee you were knocking over there. No, sorry, Dan. I'm good. Um, uh-huh. Very good. A good meeting at uh, 
at Werribee today, um, and as you would have seen yesterday, never again stakes place. So I'm on a on a high yet again on the quick backup. <laughs> Look, he's it goes terrific. I, I've really warmed to him because he's a horse that has got a new lease on life, as we had a chat about last week. And yeah, you must be thrilled on the quick backup. And uh, I thought he was terrific. I mean, there's no disgrace running third to Persan, is it? Oh, certainly not. That's what I was uh, telling a few of the connections that don't have uh, as much racing knowledge. I said that horse ran fifth in the Melbourne Cup a few years ago. So certainly yeah. the class runner, and I thought he was uh, very, very brave despite running a distant third, but still a third nonetheless. So does that mean you and all the owners are having a day out at Flemington on New Year's Day? Watch him in the bagot? Uh, well, I hope so. I have to talk to Reese about that today, but that would be uh, a fantastic plan, and wouldn't that uh, be a nice way to uh, bring in 2023? Uh, Harry, we'll look at the Werribee card today. It would be a great way to start the year, wouldn't it? Um, I tell you what won't hurt to end this year is to find a few winners today. And you're our man, I've got faith. Um, the first event on the program at Werribee, there's an eight-event card. Matt Hill's going to be calling today too. So uh, you'll uh, you'll uh, hear Matty's uh, dulcet tones. Pretty, pretty busy weekend for, for Matt. But that's why he gets paid the big bucks. In the first event on the program, the scratchings are four... Six and nine. Now, Beef Eaters, number one from the Ma Eustace Yard, is at $3.30. Is uh, fixed odds, favourite from three spirited ridings, $3.60. And then we've got a line of horses at $6. Zoo Fire, Bluff Point and End of War, numbers five, seven and eight. Uh, so this looks like it's uh, it's a challenging race to sort out, but it's also an enjoyable race to sort out when there's a lot of first starters and um, a lot of horses resuming after a spell, which means you do a lot of videos. Yep, certainly do. And I think, yeah, as you touched on, not the easiest way to kick off the card, but Zoofire, $6, uh, he resumes gelded to my eye, worked really well through the line in a recent jump out, wasn't being asked a whole lot. He went around as a $3.50 hope on debut at Bendigo last prep. Not only did he not handle the heavy going, he got his tongue over the bit. So realistically, I think we just penned the run. Buckets on for Team O'Brien. Again, I wouldn't say it's a high-confidence race, but from a pricing point of view, uh, he's the way I've let. Henry Dwyer's debutante, end of war. Looks to have ability based on her recent jump out. She's out of a pins mare, who's the half-sibling to Martini Red. Beef Eaters, uh... Fair to say he's probably a little bit underwhelming on debut as race favourite at Taralgon, but the flip side is that he will have derived good benefit from that run, and the blinkers and the tongue tie go straight on. And then Spirited Wings, won his most recent jump out at Mornington. Based on that, looks to have early speed, so will be somewhere prominent and running, and of recent times, that's been no disadvantage at Werribee, so can be in it for a long way. I'll go 5-8-1-3. 5-8-1-3 in the first. Werribee race two, and the scratchings here are one... Four, seven, nine, twelve, thirteen, fifteen, and sixteen. Sounds like I'm reading out the Tats Lotto numbers. Um, <laughs> favorites are six secret stones at three dollars sixty. Uh, it's actually the second favorite. The ten is the outright favorite, Thunder Flash, three dollars twenty. Uh, number eleven is uh, SF ninety at four dollars forty. And there's one other in the market, General Knowledge, number three at four eighty. So they're your top four. Uh, numbers 10, 6, 11, and 3. There's not a lot between them in the market. Yeah, I've got, they're my top four numbers, Dan. I'm just shuffling them around a little bit. I'm with number 11, SF90. Resuming for a second prep gets my tick of approval. Debut run was good, I thought, at Mornington. She covered ground throughout, peeled even wider on the turn, found the line well. Her recent jump out was solid. Zach Spain on for Team Kennywell's a proven combination. 
Thunder Flash, hard fit now. Fourth up after covering ground in the run last start. She was still only beaten three lengths there. Secret Stones has been well-educated by way of jump-outs, though he was shown the whip in his most recent heat. Certainly not the be-all, end-all, but sometimes I don't like when they're under that much pressure. And then general knowledge, the Ellerton debutant, I thought was the other key winning hope, as you touched on. That's reflective in the market as well. Jump-outs from that runner have been good. But we'll go with a runner that has the benefit of race day experience, SF90. 11-10-6-3. Race three, Harry, is the maiden over the 1,400 metres. The scratchings, four... 7, 8 and 13. Odds on favourite here, Bunjil, number 3 at a dollar seventy-five, And then uh, 12, Impatient Miss, John McArdle uh, trained at four four sixty, And then a couple of others that are well in commission are Where You From, number 5, and Magic Promise, number 6 at $5.50. But we've got an odds on favourite here for the McAvoy Yard Bunjil. Yeah, I know uh, Dino mentioned Bunjil um, in the segment prior, and I have to agree, I think this is the bet of the day. I don't often, you know, dive in or necessarily make my best bet odds on pops, but uh, I was really keen on Bunjil at stall on the back of his jump outs leading into the prep. He ran really well despite not winning. I know that doesn't help the wallet if you backed him. Um, obviously, I'm still a bit hurt about that too, but uh, the horse who beat him had the benefit uh, of race fitness, and he was taking ground off that horse all the way to the line. He's fitter now. It's a maiden with a long tail, Dan. I reckon he just wins. As Dino said, if you're not keen to jump in at $1.75, I'll find something you can roll it into, and, and I think we can get the money. Impatient miss, 30 days between runs, going from 1,100 to 1,400 metres last start, and she had to do a bit of work early. She'll be fitter. I'd expect she goes forward again. I think she'll be in it for longer. Where you from? Did enough on debut, will be fitter. That said, the rise in distance uh, would prove to be advantageous. And then Magic Promise resuming, I think, might just be the best of the rest. But Bunjil's race to lose for me, Dan. 3, 12, 5, 6. 3, 5, 12 and 6 in race 3. Race uh, 4 is the maiden over the 2,000 metres. The scratchings are 4, 8, 9 and 11. 4, 8, 9, 11 come out. And M Factor number six is at two dollars forty. Uh, Mark and Levi Kavanagh train, and the others that are in the market. One Charm Destiny three dollars fifty is, uh, is second pick, and then out to seven dollars. Fam Gorman number seven, and the Devil and Her from the Paddy Payne Stable number fourteen. So uh, M Factor runner up at its last couple heads the market. Yeah, I'm sticking with M Factor, Dan. I was with this runner last start, ran second at track and trip, only beaten half a length with a solid gap back to the rest of the field. That was his first go over 2,000 metres. He was a bit keen. Now he's gotten over that trip. I think he can approve again. He's fifth up. He can be peaking. Charm Destiny was well back to your first up over the mile. He had his chance but will be fitter and was subject to market support when prices went up. Few scratchings changed my sort of third and fourth pick. The devil in her, I've got him for third. Fam Gorman now gets promoted into numbers due to scratchings. If we jump two back to his run at Geelong, I thought he found the line quite well. Was okay, <clears throat> excuse me, was okay last start, but um, I can't jump off M Factor after that last start second placing. I think very, very well placed to go one better today. 6 1 14 7. And that's race number four at Werribee. So we're at the halfway point. Uh, we'll come back after a break and we will have a look at the uh, quaddy legs from Werribee. Welcome back to Sunday Central. We're previewing the Werribee meeting today and we're up to race number five, Harry White, to go through the uh, remaining uh, races, the legs of the quaddy. And in the fifth event, the scratchings are six, seven and eight uh, with Catskill Mountain at uh, $2.70, the favourite on its uh, first up uh, win. Um, 
Single figures, Aquila Valare number four at four dollars, Brungle Raider number five at five dollars, is one its uh, last two, Henry Dwyer. And then at the seven fifty, number two, Fighting Arrow, uh, Chris Calthorpe prepared, and Peter Galagotis uh, has Adonis Kick at eight dollars. So they're the one or the main chances in the race, but Catskill Mountain heads that market here, Harry. Yeah, I think Catskill Mountain really is the horse to beat. There was an element of dominance about that first up win, and based on that, he just looks set for such a promising preparation. Actually comes down a kilo at the weights due to the rising class. Harry Coffey sticks with him. The rise to 2,000 metres is only going to suit him more. Uh, and the form around him solid. Second place getter there has placed since in a 64 at Warnable. Third place getter, uh, one at Colac. I know it was a weaker race yesterday, but still, you know, the form around that win, and he was dominant there, um, it's good. Speaking of winning form, you touched on Brungle Raider. Unbeaten, this preparation certainly looks progressive enough to measure up. Hard fit third up, 2,000 metres. I think, Dan, if you've been with him this preparation, um, you'd be remiss to drop off because he could win at race like this and he's in really, really good form. Aquila Valare, I thought was okay first up through the line in a stronger race for a horse that needs more ground. If you're looking for a value play, it is uh, the Chris Calthorpe runner, Fighting Arrow. Um, as such, goes into the quaddy. So while I concede that I think Catskill Mountain is very hard to beat, I still think that the uh, the other runners in my numbers are enough hopes that we do have to put four or four into the quaddy. Um, but numbers in order, one, five, four, two. Race six is the benchmark, 64 over the mile. And there is a field of eight. The scratching is number seven, Franquin. Uh, seven of the eight runners are at $9 or under. Real Think is the outsider of the field. So, favourite is five, Trader. Lloyd Kennewell prepared $3.50. $4, number one, Emperor of France. Uh, Tracy at four forty, number eight. And then out to seven fifty for number six, Unfair Dismissal. Yeah, well, I suppose... <laughs> I'm a bit confused why we're getting a nice enough price for Emperor of France. I suppose the question could be if he needs the run. His most recent jump out, he ran third in at Cranbourne. Nothing to rave about, certainly a pass mark. He was last seen at the racetrack running third at Caulfield behind a few handy runners. Uh, the Amazonian, to name one, who then I'm pretty sure won, well, did win the SA Classic, but I think it was at the next start thereafter. I do think the mile is suitable. And at this time of year, he looks in for a really good campaign. Even if he might need the run, I still think he might have the class to just put these away. So as such, I think that price on offer is generous. Trodea, the race favourite, has been well back this morning. He was good here last start, went second. Last start winner, Artrice, in for third. Has to measure up off a maiden, which is never easy to do so. Um, could potentially do it. And Westbrook Park, one at odds, fit a third up. Wouldn't surprise me on best efforts, and I just think we have to put that runner into the quaddy as a as a knockout hope to potentially fatten up that dividend, um, hoping that if we uh, aren't seeing them well enough to tip the winners on top, that there's a bit of value injected into the quaddy at very least. One, five, eight, and two. One, five, eight, and two. Race seven. And this is the benchmark 64 over the 1,100 metres. Scratch five, eight, 12, 13, and 15. Open race. Harbin, number four, at $4. Three, Finance Choice at four forty. Uh, then down to 14, Every Little Breeze at five fifty, And $6, number six, Rainlord. Yeah, well, look, Dan, well, I think uh, the card overall is a competitive card, a good card. Um, there, there wasn't a heap 
of value that I could find. Like things wouldn't surprise, but every little breeze at around that five fifty six dollar mark, I think presents as the value play of the day. She was a debut winner last prep. She beat home a horse called Jenny Jerome. Jenny Jerome has boogie dancer form subsequent and and has stakes place uh, stakes placing behind Waltz on by. So certainly a good form reference. Her reset jump out was good. Looking at gate one, not concerned about the inside draw for her. She's a speed horse. She can just boot up and go be forward, may, might even lead. And the old fruitful combination of Dean Holland for Team McAvoy, I think every little breeze is the value play. Harbin, the open race favourite, justified favouritism to score second up, has improvement to come still third up. And he certainly won for the starting price profiles. He's gone around as favourite in all bar one career run to date. Finance choice, fitter second up after just peaking late on the run last start. Rainlord, the other key hope, winning form's good form, and he's chasing a hat trick. 14, 4, 3, and 6. 14, 4, 3, and 6. Every little breeze at $5.50. Okay, the last event on the card, a benchmark 64 over the 1400. And the scratchings here are 3, 9, 12, 17, and 18. Savvy Sovereign from the Mar Eustace Yard at $3.50. $5, about number six, Venting. Uh, Ada Silent Sorrenti at $5.50. And 15 Heavy Judy is the fourth pick at $8. Yeah, I think um, Savvy Sovereign coming off that last start win is a horse that I want to stick with, Dan. Had to do it the hard way there and was still too good. I've talked about this horse numerous times before. Has form around Star Patrol and Cardinal Gem, so that obviously reads very well. I think this horse is is deserving of, of favouritism. Silent Sorrente uh, resuming. has jumped out well. Won on debut last prep on the synthetic over 1,400 metres, then won another synthetic race before uh, contesting a 64 as favourite at Lakeside. Was beaten about five and a half lengths. Second preparation can certainly... Certainly improve. Venting, another one resuming, has jumped out soundly. Had a stint up in Darwin last preparation, but form in Melbourne and the campaign prior was, was solid enough. And then another Lloyd Kennywell runner, Invincible Bay, probably ready to peak now, third up here, um, and has to go in. I think, again, we have to put all four into our quaddy. But Savvy Sovereign, I think, is hard to beat. Five, eight, six, and four. Well, you mentioned the quaddy, so uh, now an opportunity to uh, explain your quaddy and also your best bets today, Harry, at, at Werribee. Yeah, well, my best, um, look, I know it's short, Dan, race three, number three, Bungle. I just think um, find something else that you like today, anywhere, any code, put Bungle in with it and uh, you can be winning. Value, not a heap around, race seven, number 14, every little breeze will have to do. Quaddy, the old four by four. So first leg, one, two, four, five. Second leg, one, two, five, eight. Third leg, three, four, six, fourteen. Last leg, four, five, six, and eight. And play of the day, well, I'm doing what I've just said to do. I'm rolling my best into my value just to uh, inject uh, the price there. So Bunjil, race three, number three, into race seven, uh, number 14, every little breeze, all up. Terrific, Harry. Thanks again for the this morning, and I hope you have a great day on uh, the punt, on the tip, uh, and enjoy your Sunday for Werribee, and, and Merry Christmas to you and your family as well. Thanks, Dan. Same to you. Merry Christmas and good punting for today. Uh, that's uh, Harry White with a preview for the 8 event card at Werribee. The track is rated as a good four. The rail is out three uh, metres. We'll take a break and we'll concentrate on Horsham with Trav Noonan next.